Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back. Hour number two, X's and Bros coming at you live right now here all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248 951 2176. 248 951 2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN. Uh, that is streaming live on uh, Buckeye Cable Sports Network as well as on our YouTube page, Michigan Sports and Network. That's where you can find us at a dot com to that to find our website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. Danny Kahalen is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. What's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up all across the world of sports right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Huge news, uh, the Detroit Pistons fell on the road last night to the Charlotte Hornets, 117-106, to giving up 20 points, a uh, 20-point deficit, I should say, 41-21 at the end of the first quarter. Could never uh, rally and rebound from that. That makes them 15-47 and on the year. That is not, uh, not great for any of our playing game hopes that uh, disappeared right when Cade uh, Cunningham went down. But the good news is, if you're looking for a little silver lining, that record is right now the third worst record in the NBA. The Houston Rockets are 13 and 47. San Antonio Spurs are 14 and 47. And the Pistons are 15 and 47. So the uh, integrity of percentages is still very much alive when it comes to the first overall pick, which will more than likely be Victor Wenbinyama. The Ottawa Senators beat the Detroit Red Wings 6-2 to last night. Just beat the hell out of them in the second and third periods. Not good uh, at all there for the Wings. That was a game that, uh, you know, now it's uh, shaking the confidence a little bit. I'm sure GB was just turning last night watching that one. Uh, the Yankees beat the Tigers 8-5. to The Tigers are now 1-2 and in their spring training games. The Washington Commanders have released their quarterback Carson Wentz after just one year, the move saves Washington $26 million and change on their salary cap uh, this offseason. Two years remaining on his contract. No guaranteed money, however. So he is gone and uh, more, more space for the commanders. Uh, the NFL is going to recommend expanded use of the Guardian caps. According to the league, the executive vice president, Jeff Miller, Concussions were down 52% for offensive and defensive linemen, tight ends, and linebackers who wore the Guardian caps during off-season work and early part of training camp. The hope is to expand the use of the Guardian caps to skilled players and have players wear them longer 
than just for practices through the first couple of preseason games. The Guardian caps. The big, uh, big giant rubber things they put on top of their helmets and clip in. You know what I mean? Look like uh, They look like uh, turtle shells, to be honest with you. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks co-owner, Mark Lasry, has a, uh, reached an agreement to sell a portion of the team to the, uh, to the Cleveland Browns owner, Jimmy Haslam, and D. Haslam at $3.5 billion. That's the valuation. $3.5 billion. If completed, it would be the second highest valuation ever for an NBA franchise being surpassed only by the $4 billion purchase of the Phoenix Suns by our guy, Matt Ishbia. So how about that? Steven Jones believes that Dak Prescott can lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. I've got all the faith in the world we can win this thing with Dak, according to Mr. Jones at the Combine. Um, interesting to see. What are they going to do with this contract? A lot of money. Uh, Prescott is set to count for $49.2 million against the upcoming salary cap. He signed through 2024. If the Cowboys restructure the contract, they can create up to $22 million in cap space. With an extension, they could create even more room. So uh, you have Micah Parsons, you have Trayvon Diggs, you have Demarcus Lawrence, you have Tony Pollard. What do you do with you know Tyron Smith, tight end Dalton Schultz? You got a lot of big names on that team. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you got to do something with Dak Prescott. You got to do something with Ezekiel Elliott because that's just way, way, way too much money. Top NFL draft prospect Jalen Carter will not be working out at the combine. He's there to go through his interviews and his physical. Uh, but will not work out. The the Bears are leaning towards moving the number one pick in the NFL draft. According to reports, this could be a complete smokescreen, or they could try to house another franchise and go with a great train robbery like Jimmy Johnson did. I'm not sure, you know, what exactly, you know, the rumors are that maybe they would trade number one. Maybe they would trade Justin Fields. I just, um, I don't know if Bryce Young, like size is, I don't know. Size matters, and it, like there are very few little guys that can do it. Bryce Young is very is is a tiny human, and maybe as the league continues to evolve, we don't need to necessarily see six three to six five at quarterback. Uh, but it sure would it sure would help to have somebody a little little bigger. I, and Bryce Young will go top five. I'm almost I'm almost sure of it. But will they, you know, will Will Levis sneak his way up there because somebody believes he's going to be the next Josh Allen? LeBron James, although according to Shams, Shams Sharania, pardon me, although he miraculously played through his foot injury, he's feared out several weeks now with that foot injury. Just got themselves into play in contention. And now all of a sudden, LeBron James, the 38 year old walking with a limp, not good at all, going to get multiple opinions, but they fear that he might be done. For extended period of time. Speaking of done for extended period of time, Lamella Ball suffered a fracture in his right ankle during the, their win last night against the Pistons. The team announced after the game uh, it was early in the third quarter. It did not look good. Uh, he was just dribbling the basketball. He landed awkwardly, and then boom, that, that was it. You could tell that he was in some serious pain. Jason Tatum picked up his first career ejection as the Celtics lost 109-94 to to the New York Knicks. Sold out Madison Square Garden. Three minutes, 46 seconds in the uh, remaining in the fourth quarter is all it took. And Tatum, uh, yeah, thrown out. First time ever. Good for you, I suppose. And Connor McDavid netted his 50th goal. The Oilers lost to the best team in the league, the Boston Bruins. Congratulations to Connor McDavid scoring twice to reach the 50-goal mark for the first time in his career. 
Not bad. Pretty exciting stuff uh, for for Mr. McDavid. If you are in on that, uh, we had some college hoops uh, action. We'll get last one of those night. soon. One Where? day. Where fifty goal score? You yeah. think? Maybe one, one of these years. Oh man, when do you think it happens? Can we? I don't know. If I'm really good this year, can we get a fifty goal score? I do all my chores, eat all my dinner, clean play club. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get a fifty goal score. I don't know. Um. Man, I work I harder then. All right. Jeez. <laughs> I, I wish I wish it would happen. Uh, Tigers spring training today against the uh, the Blue Jays. One oh seven first pitch. Will that game be on radio? Do we know? Be uh, the t- the I do not out? know. Let me see here on the because uh, we don't start on the television until March 5th. If I'm correct. Mistaken. I don't see anything on uh, about radio. OK, so the game, uh, you know, unless you have I don't even know. I don't even know what exactly you would need to have in order to get that game. And we did start conference basketball tournaments uh, this week. How about that? Can you believe it's already that time? We got a couple more games to finish up in the Mid-American Conference, a couple more games to finish up uh, in the Big Ten, and then we are going to start rocking and rolling uh, in the uh, in the conference tourneys, which will be... I saw some fun bracketology numbers today. Ooh, what'd I you see? I want to save it. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll save it because it's about the, the bubble teams and just Uh-oh. the difference of... You know, it's not all bad for Michigan when looking at some of the other bubble teams, but it's all not good either. The A Sun kicked off their uh, their conference tournaments. They had uh, Bellarmine winning seventy six seventy four over North Florida, and Queens University sixty one fifty five winners over Florida Gulf Coast in the uh, conference tournaments. There, we'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R. T-E-R dot com.
Sixes and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now back to Danny Kahalen, Ryan Elke, and Anthony Bellino. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. It's always a pleasure. Danny Kahalen playing all your favorite hits right now. Love that song. Great choice. I forget the name of the original. I know that uh, Wiz Khalifa had uh, had sampled that track. But it is, uh, it is hour two. It is segment two, which means it's time for Detroit Lions Trivia. This is tough. Matt Prater, in the year 2020, had 10 attempts from 50 yards or more. How many makes did he have out of those 10 from 50 yards out? 10. 10 for 10 is incorrect. Seven. Ooh, seven. So close. Correct answer is six. Bing, bing, bong. He was six of 10 from 50 yards or more, and he was 21 of 28 on field goals for the Lions. I guess he wasn't that great. We just have, uh, I mean, 21 of 28. Four of your misses are from 50 or more, I guess. All right. If you want more trivia, I have a trivia question for you. Ooh. This will pop up on Twitter. Oh. Of the first ever AP poll in basketball, which was January 17th, 1949. There were 20 teams. Can you name just, I would say, can you name Five to ten of the teams in the original AP poll for college men's basketball. Oh, my God. Uh, Yale. Wrong. Virginia. Wrong. UCLA. No. Hmm. This is a good one. Um, Really good one. Syracuse. No. There are notable teams in here, so there are some ones where... Northwestern. No. There is a Big Ten team in here, though. Probably Michigan. It is not. Damn. There's actually two Big Ten teams in here. Illinois. Correct. Number seven. I was... You know, that's... I was going to say Rutgers. No. Yeah, see, I'm just going off the beaten path with some of my guesses. Like, let's try to find somebody out there who's... Maryland. Nope. Interesting. Duke. No. Florida State. Nope. (laughs) All right. Number one in the first ever AP poll. St. Louis. Number two, Kentucky. Oh. Number three, Western Kentucky. Hilltoppers. Number four, Minnesota. Golden Gophers. That's the last time they were good. Yeah. Number five. Now Oklahoma State, Oklahoma A and M. Number six, San Francisco. 
Oh, the Frannies. Number seven, Illinois. Number eight, Hamline. Who? Yep. Hamline? <laughs> yep. Sounds like a deli. Number nine, Nova. Number 10, Utah. 11, Tulane. 12, Loyola, Chicago. 13, Cincinnati. 14, The Holy Cross. Number 15, Anthony. Turn in your degree, Bowling Green. Hey, Nate Thurman. Nasty Nate. Six. I don't even know if he was on that team in 1949, you said? Yeah. 16, Bradley. 17, Stanford. 18, Washington State. Which I believe Judd Heathcote was on that team. Number 19, Butler. Number 20, NYU. Hmm. Let me see uh, when Nathaniel played. Uh, Nate Thurman, one of the top 50 players in NBA history. Inducted into the BGSU Hall of Fame in 1975. Uh, Where's the years he played at? Class of 1963. So he wouldn't, yeah, he would have just been a pup at that point. That's pretty impressive. Nate Thurman. All right. BG, go, go, Fel, roll along, Falcons. Uh, by the way, what did you have as far as the uh, that bracketology that you were looking up? Okay, so I'm looking at a Jerry Palms bracketology. What's old Jerry Palms? Because he updates it every day. Where Lenardi has not done the everyday updating yet. And so there's just some stats on the bubble teams that they have. I'll list out the bubble teams. Auburn, Memphis, Arizona State, Boise State, Clemson, Michigan, Mississippi State, and North Carolina. Now he has a bunch of like the net rankings, RPIs, the quad records. Then he has strength of schedule and then non-conference strength of schedule, which I found very, you know, very eye-opening. Like, for example, North Carolina's last on the list. Their strength of schedule is 17. Their non-conference strength of schedule is 18. Who's that? North Carolina. Okay. Michigan, strength of schedule 25. Non-conference strength of schedule 136. Uh-huh. But wait, there's more. Clemson, they're 21 and 8, 13 and 5 in the ACC. Their strength of schedule is 143. Their non-conference strength of schedule is 342. Oh my god. That is atrocious. Like <laughs> Mississippi State strength the schedule forty six non conference two thirty eight. Jeez Louise, it's the quad fours, man. It, it's it, that loss to and Clemson has two quad four losses. They're eight and two in quad four games. Wow, and twenty one and eight overall. It's like you look at that twenty one and eight, and it's like okay, we got ACC competition. That's great, but goodness gracious, that is. Uh... That is really something. My goodness. And in you know, for Michigan, one of the last four in is Arizona State. Oh, can you imagine that? Arizona State and Frankie Collins get in over Michigan. Oh, my goodness. That's not, uh, that, that would be less, less, less than ideal. I can't click the link. I'm not a subscriber. Dan. Oh, I'm not a subscriber either. I was just, oh, I was hoping you were a subscriber. Is Ryan a subscriber? No, I don't think so. 
All right. Well, it says to... Detroit Lions are getting alternate helmets. That's all I've got. No picture in the breaking news department. No picture. Uh, not I, not that I saw. Uh, what are they going to do with their new helmet? You know, now that we can get rid of that whole like, oh, they got to break the helmets in, and uh, your college team's got fifteen helmets for twelve games. All of a sudden, wait, the pros can't. Like, come on. Absolutely, they can. What I mean, I've seen a lot of really cool concepts out there. Really cool concepts. What are we going to do with our jersey? You know, I, I'm a big fan of the uh, the blue the that that bright Honolulu blue with the white the pant with the white top, white jersey. Love that. The all whites are great. Uh, the like the, the all Honolulu blue the blueberry ones. I like those. You know, I just, uh, are we going to go back to more of a retro look? I know there's a lot of fans that want that retro look. I don't know. We didn't win anything in that retro look, so maybe we try to do something different. A lot of fans don't want the black. Some do want the black in there. You know, from the early Joey Harrington, early 2000s, that type of deal. So uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, Lions getting a, an alternate helmet, some new, some new unis. We'll see what they do. They can't be any worse than what the Pistons rolled out with last last night, which is by far, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst Detroit sports uniform in the history of Detroit sports. That is the worst uniform out of any of the four major sports that any Detroit team has ever worn. And I don't even think it's close. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this year on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R. T-E-R dot com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more.
This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. Now you've got me uh, overly interested in this uh, Detroit Lions uh, helmet uh, redesign. We don't know. It's a uh, Lions are going to have an interesting, uh, interesting alternate helmet. I don't know what that is going to be. I'm trying to see if uh, if somebody has an interesting overhaul for the uniforms in 2024. So uh, we will be uh, we'll be in uh, in luck. No new uniforms in 2023. I know people are over their skis on that. It really takes uh, two years to really get it going. So uh, my man, Brian Ficini, he was once looking for Lions-branded Jermac peanuts. And I said, I got those at Danny's Fine Foods, my man. Uh, the team have been working with Nike, looking at uniforms that will possibly be in for 2024. It could be an interesting overhaul of the uniforms. We will have a new ultimate helmet, though, this year. We didn't do that last season. That comes from uh, the president, Rod Wood. So, hey, uh, new, new, times are, new times are coming. Don't know what they will look like, but I can tell you this. There have been a couple of really, really cool uh, concepts that have been out there uh, that I'm very, very interested to see uh, whether or not this is going to uh, this is going to work and hopefully be something. You're never going to get all fans to agree on a, on everything. And the minute you release something new, there's going to be a certain sect of the population that's going to think that it stinks. You just kind of got to roll with it. Uh, let's get to GB Ritz, who's on hold. I know Mr. GB in the Ritz-Carlton uh, penthouse suite. He might have went down to the basement last night. He might have went to the mailroom last night, maybe down to do laundry and just throw bleach on everything. I know. I was watching. Hey, GB, you're all I thought about last night. Is that weird? I was thinking about you last night watching that game. I could feel the pressure, Anthony. I could. Uh, he's going to be madder than a wet head. Yeah. Uh, before we get this goes on any farther, I want to apologize to you, Anthony, uh, for yesterday. For uh, uh, because while you were uh, carrying the conversation on about about basketball, talking about something that you really are uh, fond of, or you know you you go for, and because it's your position in sports to do that, you have to watch it. I kind of talked through your talking while you were presenting your point. I apologize for that. That was rude of me to do that. GB, so, I have to. I see your apology, and I raise you. An apology, as that was me just trying to get you triggered because I knew that the Pistons were not a priority for you. For you. So I, I in turn, as you apologize to me, I must, uh, I must see your apology and raise you one to apologize back to you for trying to fire you up, uh, knowing that the, uh, the round ball circus that's taking place there at Little Caesars Arena on some of the nights is not on the uh, list of things to do. Well, then we're in agreement, and uh, uh, I thank you for that. I appreciate we, that. We have an accord. <laughs> we have an accord. Very good. Well, you've been watching the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's pretty good. I like that. So I, I ever since I was a child, I have been, uh, in fact, my mother's going to laugh because she's probably listening right now. I have been obsessed with Pirates since I was a kid. I didn't know it was like Blackbeard and all that. Uh, it's great when you're a kid, you don't really understand the, the magnitude of what the fight for the, uh, the Caribbean was really all about the slave trade, um, the trading of goods, uh, you know, sugar cane and everything else and what that all meant, the West Indies 
you know, to the the different empires, whether they were the Spanish or the British, and the and the pirates fight for independence of the West Indies so that they could you know sail the high seas. It's pretty involved, and they were some deadly people. They were uh, they were criminals uh, under under the crown's rule. But I love pirates, and a buddy of mine had a got some package delivered where. It was like a pirate logo, and it looked like it had butcher knives under it. And I'm like, dude, where did whose whose property is this logo? Because I want this. I want to get this printed out and stitched into my golf bag. <laughs> that would be cool. I, that I, would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I got the title as cart bag, so you can you can literally unzip the big pocket in the uh, in the front of the bag and the on the on the side that is on the opposite of the handle. So like the flat side, the front side there. You can actually unzip that all the way. I'm like, yo, I just need to get this unzipped and embroidered. That would be cool. I could, I can go for that. Did I mean, but you, did but you can't walk out there with a pirate flag and butcher knives and be shooting 86 GB. You gotta, no. you know, you're gonna come out there with a titleless cart bag and that kind of logo embroidered into your bag. You better have some game. I'll go along with that. Uh, after we hang up, think about a pro on the PGA Tour that could wear put that on his bag successfully without damaging his other sponsors, of course. But uh, if he could if he could put one on his bag, that would be pretty cool. Think about John Rahm, the Spanish I fleet. I was thinking that was the first name as I was saying that came to my mind. So, uh, but we're going down the wrong path here because I, I just want to say that the Red Wings got just totally brutalized last night they got beat up they got whipped from one end of the rink to the other and i i am uh, i'm i'm kind of i'm disappointed in that they didn't kind of come back and stand up for themselves a little bit but i'm also disappointed and i don't want to cry too much foul but i will on the referees because they called some of the silliest penalties on the red wings and called absolutely zero for the first half of the game on the on, uh, Senators. I mean, all, all Larkin did was give that guy a face wash while he was trying to break into the net and rubbed his glove across his face. And I mean, God, that's the oldest hockey play in, on the books, on the record. But here, smell my, uh, take a whiff of my smelly glove while I skate to the net kind of thing, and they call him for roughing. I don't get it. While Wallman gets run over twice, he can't even get up, and uh, he gets hit the second time. The guy hit him from about fifteen. So I, I don't, know. I don't know what they were watching. So I, I'm frustrated with that. Uh, officiating is so inconsistent in the National Hockey League. It is, it is um, and, and we have we have really we have really been at the with when you go back to the the was it the Rangers game with the Larkin cross check and the cross check that was delivered to. Um, Oh shoot! Who was it? Anywho, uh, I, I know who you're talking about. I know yes. who you're talking about those yeah. those two plays, and I think the wing wheeled pod and our friend Ryan Hanna did a like a side by side of that. I I don't know how we get a bad whistle, and I don't want to be that guy. I sound like an Illinois basketball fan right now, like oh my god! But at the same time, it's like look, it, we we got to find at least a little bit of consistency because those penalties are hurting. And and GB, I'm watching that game last night. My buddy Chris is a he might be as equal of a hockey nut as you are. I mean, this guy is watching German league uh, hockey because, you know, one of a, a mutual friend plays out there, right? And he said this last night. He said, side note, Brady Kachuk bullying the bleep out of the wings. At some point, you have to answer this bell, even if you get your bleep kicked. 
I, and I'm I like, agree look, 100%. I, yeah, like, please, please stop allowing a guy to, to skate around and challenge everybody and nobody do anything about it. Like, one of my friends who, um, you know, played minor league hockey at the lower level was just like, look, I mean, what's the difference between Mo Sider and, like, you know, Johan Franzen, for example? Like, the big-bodied guys, you know, obviously Mo is, uh, is very, very skilled with the puck, very good defender, but very much like a new age kind of guy. Like, I don't know if he has that dog in him that when push comes to shove, he's going to crack somebody with an open, like with a, with a closed fist across their jaw just to send a message. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's uh, maybe uh, two years from now, maybe, but he, has he really learned the league. But, yeah, that's asking a lot. I mean, the guy that they, they had that would have stepped up, but he, they never played him in – you know, maybe talent-wise, he didn't deserve it, but I thought he did okay. Was Giovanni Smith, but they let him go to Florida, and uh, they really don't have anybody. So that's where uh, I remember uh, watching the uh, video of the '97 Wings after they won the Cup, and they interviewed a few people, and one of them was um, God, one of the coaches, and I can't Dave. Uh, uh, God, I can't think of his last name. Um, anyway, the point is, we got. He said we got tougher in in, in a few ways. They brought up Marty Lapointe, and they they signed a couple other guys that that they, uh, Joe Koser and the uh, the team all of a sudden got tougher. Nobody nobody along with McCarty would stand. You know, cause any any problems with them. Uh, and uh, that's what the Wings need to do. They need to find a serviceable. Skater that can score, give you maybe 12, 13, 14, 15 goals, but can be, uh, stand up for your players on the ice. But you can't expect him to do it all the time. These players have to just own up to the fact and say, hey, you know, you're going to push me around. I ain't going to accept it, you know, and, and, uh, it's the National uh, Hockey League. I mean, this is a grown man's game. And the minute they hey, smell weakness, they're going to exploit it. Because that's... Can I say one thing real quick? Absolutely. And I'll let you go uh, to the next caller. Maybe maybe uh, Freddie's on hold or something. One thing we did find out after last night's game, Jake Wallman is Iron Man. and Because uh, he got hit. like with, He blocked, what, six shots, and he got ran over by... Those two checks. I mean, and the guy still came out and took every shift for the rest of the game. I mean, the guy was incredible. And if he's not signed, I'll be disappointed with Mister Eisman because he really helps our defense. I think so. Uh, Anthony, have a great day. Both you guys too over there, Dan and Ryan. Have a have a good day. Uh, hope MSU gets their act together for you, Ryan. Because I can I can hear some moaning coming from wherever the sounds are down south of me. So, and I, I'm sure you're grumbling. When you watch those games, Ryan. So, anyway, have a good one. All right, Talk GB, we appreciate you. Grumbling, throwing things. Did he just say he he hears some moaning coming from down south? Is that what, GB Ritz? Oh, does he know this is a family friendly show. Bing bong. My goodness, GB, it's seven forty six in the morning, partner. Goodness gracious! Wow, I'm a little spicy there. Uh yeah, the wings wings they they lack that guy right now. They just uh they just don't I I just don't know if they have him. You know, and you know you're watching the game and you're seeing the physical toll that can take a the physical aspect that could take a toll on a hockey team. And it's just a man, not uh, not good. And and the problem with that loss is there 
is that this Ottawa team, I mean, when we look at the, because this is, this is standings watch 2023. I mean, this is, this is more, I guess like a presidential race. I mean, everybody, like we're glued into where we're at now. We're sitting firmly there uh, in the, in the wild card race in fourth place. Uh, the top two making the wild card would be the Islanders and the Penguins, uh, then the Sabres and then the Red Wings. But the Red Wings, you know, with a couple more points than, than Ottawa, that was a very important game. Uh, now they're tied with the Panthers and the Washington Capitals. Uh, they have games in hand to both of those teams with only playing 59. The yeah, Panthers but I was 61. I, the Caps have played 62. Every loss does not. Every loss is basically a game in hand taken away. So that's the way you got to look at it at this point. There's 25 games left. Like every point matters. Even less than that. Only 23. Yeah, it's. I uh, mean, that's just, Ottawa. I mean, if it's a team below you in the standings, like, like these are, I get the Tampa Bay thing, okay, but like Ottawa's up, like that's a playoff game. The Islanders are going to be a, like that's a playoff game. That's what we're looking at, you know, because you're going to get the Bruins uh, in the like the what the second weekend of March, on the 11th and 12th, and and you can't expect to win either of those games. You know, you've got some games here where like Ottawa's a team you have to beat. And to lose in losing the fashion in which you did, I mean, oof, it's not good at all. Not good at all. Hellberg, by the way, one and two in his last couple of starts. The lone win coming against Calgary. It started. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the back to back? I like a, I like the back to back without travel. So I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I know it's something that the NHL had worked on uh, as far like from a scheduling standpoint. How do you get more games that are are closer in the region. Like if you're going to go to the, to the North Atlantic, like, can you knock out Boston, the New York teams, Philly, you know what I'm saying? Can you, can you take some of those teams out all in the same trip? Uh, can you take out the, the, you know, the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay lightning and Carolina hurricanes on the same trip? I have no problem. Ottawa's a short trip. Anyways, back to back, same team, same time, same place. Uh, I have, uh, I have no issue with it. I like it a lot. And, you know, to be honest with you, I, uh, the players, I don't hear much griping from them. It's only one league that says they can't play back-to-back. So, I mean, to me, I like it. Do you like it? I love it. I love the uh, the whole mini-series type of thing that the NBA and NHL uh, have been moving towards since COVID. I think it's it's smart. I have talked about, you know, teams like uh, Portland – for example, when your team, when teams in your division are two time zones away, you need to cut down on travel. Like you just, I mean, imagine I, you, we don't have anything like that. It's no, you know, we don't understand what it's like when your team is playing a game, you know, it's seven o'clock where it's being played and it's five o'clock where you, at home. Like we've never experienced that, so they they need to cut it down for the teams that travel a ton on the West Coast, and this is how they're doing it. Yeah, and and vice versa. I mean, it's it's tough when you know our body clock says it's ten, but it's a seven o'clock puck drop or tip off when you're in you know Sacramento or Anaheim or um, you know when you're in Portland. You know, so if you're gonna if you're gonna make a West Coast trip, you should have multiple games out there, and for teams that are in the West coming East, they should have multiple games over here. Um, and I'm one thing I don't like about the schedule is that you'll see 
you know, we'll go play New York and, and Philadelphia, the Islanders and the Flyers in back-to-back games on the fourth and the fifth. And then we'll have a home game against Chicago, then go on the road to Boston and then come back. You know, Boston's a Saturday game, one o'clock on ABC on March 11th, and then come right back to play Boston again at home on March 12th. Like that, that to me, you know, you're not going to be able to appease well, everybody, that, yeah. but they, they do a couple of those. I'm the, the back-to-back against the same team is two games is okay. I think when you start to get more than two games, I think that's when things get, things get fierce, right? And things will get a little bit chippier. Uh, I would expect tonight to be pretty, pretty aggressive. I, I think I think tonight's uh, must watch must watch TV because I think that uh, I think the Wings will come out with a little bit uh, worse attitude and um, worse in a in a positive way. You know, if, if I'm if I'm Derek Lalone, you know, I'm starting to I'm starting to call some guys into the office like, hey, show them a couple of clips. Are you allow this? Is that like is that the kind of man that you are? Because if so, then I need to know that right now. Are you gonna make it? Or are you gonna do something about this? If you got to come in there with some high heat, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Like that, that that's the game. That's the game. You know, it's, it's, don't run your face into my elbow. That's all I'm saying. You know, if, if it has to happen, it has to happen. But um, you know, I would look for I would look for a tone setting. Let's catch one of these guys across the middle real quick one time and 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 send them. And and just you know get that get that message set early. Come out with your hair on fire. You know, uh, remember the Titans. We blitz all night. You're gonna need one of those kind of efforts tonight. Uh, I think it would be good for, not only for uh, to prove to Ottawa that you can do it, but also to prove to yourself that you can do it. So I, I'm looking forward to tonight's game at seven o'clock uh, on the road against Ottawa because that's going to be uh, I think I think it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of fun. Uh, you don't always have to win, but you have to answer. Having you battle, win or lose, and no fear of it are two entirely different mindsets uh, for your opponents. And if it makes your Wings fans feel better, Ottawa also 2-1 and one against the Bruins this season. They can put it together some nights, just nothing consistent. That comes from uh, Chris, resident Bruins fan. Ugh, I don't know how he got on that train, but whatever. All right, we'll step aside. And we shall return. Freddie is here. He's talking Lions draft. We'll hop into that next year on X's and Bros on the Michigan. It's time. Network. 